full of sparks, so then I take me a hit just to lick that gun Jermaine taking over the player's brain, come fly on that fuck, fuck, that bug got me hearing things, man, I'm feeling same from this place to fly memories, recalling back last night. Welcome to House of Hoops, episode 22, it's Monday, July 13th, 2020. I'm Jeff Hausman coming to you from Memphis, Tennessee. Thank you for listening. Alright, let's introduce the rest of the crew. On the phone, I got Laddie with us, host of Laddie, Lucky and Hope in the Morning on Q107.5. Yo, 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 what up, what up, what up? What up, man? Also on the phone is Bo Brady from St. Paul, Minnesota. Hey, now. (laughs) We're here to talk hoops, have some fun. Thanks again for tuning in. When I'm blowing my bloody hey, fuck what you gotta say, and that's the way black on state. Hey, my nigga stick in the house for the nickel bitch. Look time, bitch up in his click. Catch the run and shit, trick. He let you know when he roasted that lemon lame. He got that boy hot as fuck. And fly never see a man shaking like a duck. Scared as fuck. That's the way he be. Tony Bone Larry, y'all. Let's go and just smoke him. Y'all can get at the unknown hoop casters here on Twitter at House of Hoops. That's H A U S of Hoops. We're also on Instagram at House of Hoops Podcast. You can call us anytime at 901 300 6575. hype intro <laughs> i'm all fired up now <laughs> uh laddie what have you been up to this week 
Uh, man, just crazy, dude. Freaking, um, every, apparently everybody I know got the coronavirus. Yeah. Is it everybody getting it or is everybody getting tested? That's the big question these days. Both. <laughs> Both. I know two people, three people that have it and God, 20 that got tested. It's crazy. It's a high percentage. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's been crazy. So. Isn't it? <laughs> mm-hmm. It's Yeah. Uh, yeah. Things are getting weirder every day, aren't they? The virus is not going to magically disappear. Bo, what have you been up to this week? Um, About the same, hanging with the, the family. Yeah. I, I did hit golf balls last night for the first time in a long time. That's cool. Yeah, I saw that picture you sent me. That's fun. Yeah. Get some, uh, I don't know, exercise? Just went, my neighbor has been bugging me to hit balls, and I finally said, all right, I'll go. Yeah, it was cool. fun at one of the public driving ranges. Yeah, you can really let out some aggression at the driving range. Not to say you have any aggression, just, you know. No, I hear what you're saying. It's good to be active, especially considering there's so little to do outside, you know. Yeah, golf is a good outlet if you're into that. It, um, y'all, y'all, the two of y'all are. I'm not as much. Yeah. Um, well, how, so how's, how are things in Memphis? That's a good question. It's been a rocky week for the old household here. And work has been crazy. They're doing this new thing in restaurants now. And obviously I work in a restaurant. But you have to log every single customer that comes in to eat. You have to get their name, their phone number, write down where they sat, what time they sat there, and who waited on them. That's that's good. That's common sense stuff. Yeah, it's just, it's, they, they, yeah, okay, well, hold on. Let me say one thing real quick. They They implemented this rule and said, start it tomorrow what they didn't do was tell us like what's the best way to handle that or how to even get those records like i heard businesses were just having people like sign in at the door when they walk in yeah no that's something as like logistically from a business standpoint to come up with that system overnight is yeah but how it works for you is that's not ideal and, but at yeah. least if you have like the list like the who came in and what time I, I think that's probably good enough i mean it'd be nice to have what maybe you could go back and like code what table they set at okay so what does the health, yeah but but, what, how, but how do they know you did it if you have an employee that comes up positive then you have if to you have an employee that comes that up way. positive or if if one of the patrons is so inclined to call you back and say hey actually i turned up positive and i ate at your place at this yeah day. okay but that makes way better sense. So, like, if you test positive, then they're, then actually the contact tracer is going to go and and follow up everywhere you've been and say, okay, well, I ate at, you know, Gibson's Donuts on Thursday. Not that Gibson's is keeping up. Dude, I don't, Super, re- I don't remember where I ate yesterday, dude. Well, your credit cards, your cr- credit cards will tell you that. Luckily, you have a digital credit um, card. I don't yeah, your credit card. I don't have a credit card. Card. Have a credit card. I paid in cash. Yeah. You paid in cash. Who uses cash anymore? This guy. <laughs> see, see here. <laughs> look, here's here's the deal. Is like when when I, I read all this stuff and when this is supposed to happen and or it is happening, whatever. They didn't say who was it who who was doing it. They just said everything Jeff said. When people come in, find out what table they're at, write their name, their address, or their email address, yada 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 yada. It they it never said in like the paper or anything like that that oh 
in case of one of the restaurant employees comes down with it, then we can let you know you may need to get tested. They never said that. The paper just said, this is what the protocol is. So we're sitting here and I haven't said it on air. I was like, well, how the hell are you supposed to trust someone to call you back and be like, Hey, guess what, man? I got the coronavirus. Yeah. No, I'm calling my doctor and my family. I'm not calling the restaurant that I was at because exactly. that's, that, that's not my, that's my critical. Yeah. That's not my first round of thinking. Right. So they needed, they needed to explain it, say, Hey, look, this is why we're doing this. What you, what you just said, Bo makes perfect fucking sense. You know, like, Oh, this is for the server. If this, so for example, this happened in a restaurant that I go to frequently. Mm-hmm. The girl was a, um, um, she's a food runner. She had another job. Her job had her and everyone else test for it. So then she went to her other job at said restaurant. And guess what? She gets a phone call while she's in the middle of a shift. And they say, she says, uh, you have the coronavirus in the middle of the damn shift. The problem is this restaurant said restaurant actually shouldn't have been open. Right. And now they just put everybody involved. And I know somebody who works there who actually has it. And it's close to close to people that I know. Is and she, so she's still working or is she at home? Is the restaurant closed? What? So the restaurant's closed for like 14 days oh. and they had every single one of their employees go get tested. And like two more got positive results. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. And so, right. Well, think about it. This restaurant shouldn't have been open. This place is more of a bar rather than a restaurant. And here in Tennessee, they're saying, well, well, at least in Memphis, they're saying that only restaurants can stay open and they have to close at a certain time. But bars are basically closed. Mm-hmm. And this, this and this place is trying to find a loophole to stay open. They're yeah. microwaving hot dogs in the back. That's their restaurant. There's, there's that's, a, is that right? So, yeah, all the bars are closed in the Memphis area right now. Right. And there's a bunch of bars that are actually suing the health department. Yeah. It's crazy. But, okay, going back to uh, the keeping the list and everything. So that's more for who, the contact tracer, the person that's going to – that there's, like, people that are paid, you know, contract tracers that go back and say – They'll call your restaurant and say, hi, Mr. Hausman, I am from the health department. I'm a contact tracer. This person p- tested positive on this day. He says he went to your restaurant. And then you're supposed to give that contact tracer all those contacts, and then they will track them down for you. Dude, that it's is – It's not your job. How many not, people – yeah, I hear you. It's not our job to do it, but dude, that how many people they got working doing this? Doing co- contact tracing? I don't know how they do it in the state of Tennessee. I actually don't even know how they how do it. How do you get a job doing that? <laughs> Should I get a side job? Just I bet you could Google it right now. Let's Google it right now. I'm Googling it right now. Contact <laughs> tracer for Tennessee. Dude. I'm finna get paid. Baby. I bet they're hiring. <laughs> Do they are right now? Shoot, which y'all know? I get off work at ten in the morning. Which, oh, come on, I can start at ten fifteen. What's up? You probably got to go get. I some just I'll, clean. I do own. wonder if um, you know, you're gonna find like scam jobs. Like I could like put a fake contact tracer job right. up and how to be a contact tracer hiring? Hell yes, son. <laughs> hey, go figure. So anyhow, yeah. So that's another wrinkle in the. What used to be, uh, looking back, a much less complicated job. Yeah. Well, I mean, I wonder that I'm going to call Russell Westbrook and be like, this motherfucker's got the corona. If you slept with him in the past 48 hours, then you should go get tested. <laughs> no, he's Contact married, right? tracer. <laughs> How does that work? Do prostitutes have contact tracing? <laughs> <laughs> 
They do now. Oh, okay. They do now. I, I just applied. Is the pimp holding records? He's holding. <laughs> he or she, the pimp. Excuse yes, me. I didn't. Yeah. Well, maybe we should get into any NBA news. Yeah. Maybe. Sure. Your boy Russell, all over the place. Russell Westbrook just got the coronavirus. He said he tested positive for it. That's the latest news from today. Yep. What else? Rondo yeah. broke his something or other. Yeah, Rondo has a serious hand injury. He's out six to eight yeah, weeks. Yeah, Rondo broke his finger. Six yep. to eight weeks. We'll see if that's uh, that. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think he'll play again. I think he probably leaves and go home. I don't know. Then Nurkic is playing ball. You know, I, I do. I do kind of want to talk about this real quick, if you don't mind. Okay. Um, what you got? I saw. I saw this where uh, my boy um, PJ Tucker came out, and they said that what they're going to do is once they. Once they leave their hotel room, they have to dress in full uniform. So they have to wear their uniform and then their 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 warm up stuff un- over that, and then they're going straight from the bus to the to the thing. They're not going in the locker room because they a don't they don't want all the teams back there. They don't want them showering and stuff. So he came out and he he made a big stink about it. And he said, "Look, man, it seems like I'm in an AAU tournament." Is what I meant. You know, part of going to an NBA game and being an NBA player is getting hyped up in the locker room and, and changing in the locker room and you get locker room and you get your mindset, you get your mind right. right. He said, Man, this is bullshit. He goes, he goes, you know, I'm gonna go out there, I'm gonna already be dressed and have to take a fifteen minute bus ride. How 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 can you get pumped for that? You know what I'm saying? And and I kind of agree with him. I kind of agree with him. I think because I play sports the whole time, you know, in just like when you play sports, you get you get ready in that locker room, at that visiting locker room, your home locker room, and you get ready, you shoot the shit, you hang out. Next thing you go, you go out to the court and you do that. It's going to be a mind fuck for him is what's going to happen. Okay. Yeah, I think they're going to have to use that warm-up time for that sort of thing, you know, when they're doing layup lines and that's going to be your hype time, you know? Yeah. And there's not to say that they can't do something at their hotel too do kind of a locker room that, that might be an idea they could set up pre-game meeting kind of a situation well, no, he, he wasn't necessarily talking about that he wasn't talk, talking about that he was just saying that like you know when you're in, even in a visitor's locker room you have your own space you have your own stuff and he's like you know that's where you take the time people around you doing their thing it's not a camaraderie thing it's just uh you feel like you're in the nba when you're doing this kind of thing yeah, well. Even in college, like you, you see like these, these professional college locker rooms and they look just badass. You get your mind right. This mm-hmm. dude's talking about, well, I'm going to be on the bus dr- dressed 30 minutes before the game's supposed to start. I'm just sitting here waiting like I'm freaking 10 years old all over again. So I, I kind of see that. So my question to y'all is, do you think that may play in any type of a psyche for the players or against the players or hurt them or help them? I would say that they're all in the same same situation. Not like anybody has a benefit over another team in that respect, right? It's, it's an even play. It's an e- it's even for everybody. Everybody's got the same situation. I mean, I think that's just one of the many different factors that they're going to have to deal with in right. this whole situation. Everything's different. There's no travel. There's no home crowds, away crowds. The food's going to be different. Right. Days off are going to be different. Yeah, even, everything's different. Even the game times are different. They're going to be starting at two in the afternoon. Uh, I was looking at the first Saturday, or maybe it was the first Friday of the schedule. 
Dude, the games start at like two in the afternoon and go till nine PM. And that's Eastern time. That's perfect. Perfect. That's, so <laughs> these guys aren't used to playing games at two in the afternoon. Right. No, they're not. That, I mean, it's there's like gonna the be a lot of basketball season. Be a lot of different stuff. And if he doesn't like it, I mean, he doesn't have to be there. Nobody forced him to be there. He could leave and there would be no repercussions. Yeah, well, they need him now with Russell Westbrook out. Well, yeah, they do need him. They need every player they can get. He should be back after he finishes quarantine. Yeah. And if he stays healthy, you know, if if he gets real sick, who knows? Yeah, that's the thing is nobody knows anything about anything. That situation, I think that's one of those small things for him to be worrying about. (laughs) I think there's bigger things to worry about than getting hyped up in the locker room or taking a 15-minute bus ride every day or every other day whenever they play. That's seems like a small thing, but it's interesting. No, it's obviously concerning. It's just yeah. a, another rank, wrinkle, another kink. You know, after a few weeks, I imagine they start getting used to this shit and adapting. Yeah, yeah I think they do. It's amazing what you can get used to. I've been wearing a mask at work for months now, and uh, I don't even know it's there anymore half the time. After mm-hmm. after the sixth hour, it's a, it's weird what you can get used to. So that's all I would say. It might be weird going back to taking showers and being around all those guys in the locker room <laughs> after not doing it. I don't know. It's interesting, though. Let's see. What else? Uh, Bradley Beal is out for Orlando with his shoulder, oh, yeah. shoulder injury. Spencer Dinwiddie is out. Mm-hmm. Another Jamal Nets Crawford player. is in. Another Nets player. Yes. Yeah, we got guys that are in. Jamal Crawford's in, and Michael Beasley's in for the Nets. Yep. Mike Beasley, got he got him a contract. It's good for him. I always liked Michael Beasley's game. If he could just focus on basketball, I think he'd be a really good player. Yeah. Was he the number two overall draft pick? I believe he was. Miami took him? Yeah, something like that. That was a while ago. Good to see him back in the league. Yeah, it was Derrick Rose's year. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know. Uh, Bradley Beal being out is a big, uh, big hit to the Wizards. I don't see them winning shit. Looks like the Nets just—I can—I mean, they signed a guard and a forward. They were missing a guard and a forward. They're just trying to fill in those gaps, I guess. They lost quite a few players there. They might as well sign up mm-hmm. whoever they can to try to make it interesting. Or I don't know what the, those are. One-year deals. All of a sudden, watching a Nets game is a little less boring you get to see crawford and beasley out there yeah yeah that's cool to me i like jamal crawford i've always liked him what else happened in hoops this week uh, i saw jalen brown said he deactivated his instagram <laughs> to avoid bad habits in the bubble good for him whatever those bad habits are i don't know yeah, but what does that even mean but okay is that the dms is that the ladies I think yeah so. probably i think Probably, yeah. Um, Plus, they're not going to be down there. He's going to have to. He's going to have to have him come on down, girl. I'm in the bubble now. <laughs> I sent y'all that. I sent y'all that tweet from that chick. What? Is that real? <laughs> yeah, apparently so. She said she oh, got yeah. invited to the bubble already. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, so basically, Jeff sent this thing, and it said it was a tweet from a girl saying she got invited to the bubble <laughs> already. <laughs> Already. What did she guess say? What? She said, she gonna... <laughs> "Oh, she said no way they finish the season." 
<laughs> oh, she said no way they finished the season. Yeah. I mean, not if that kind of shit's going down. That's hilarious, dude. Because I could see it happening more and more. It's possible. I would love to know what player it was, but they'll never tell. I read. I read a little bit into the comments, and she she was just laughing. James Harden is trending on Twitter, and it's because people said that he has the coronavirus. Well, you know, him and Westbrook both delayed their arrival to Orlando for whatever reason. Yeah. What's it say? Um, I mean, it's just kind of <laughs> – it says Harden is quarantining in a strip club. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah. You don't want to go uh, yet. He's going to wait till the I last mean, minute. I mean, as of right now, it just says Harden. It says – Woke up to hear that Russ and Harden got the Rona. This is what people are typing, so I don't know if it's true or not. You know, but like, it kind of looks like they're saying that they both have it. Well, I'll wait. But, I mean, that's just you know, that's not true. Yeah. Even if he did have it, what he about Woj? Have to tell us. Yeah, we can. Right. We can get to Woj in a minute. I mean, right. I'm trying to find that tweet from that girl, dude. That's what I'm trying to find because that would be just hilarious. I don't remember her name. I got it's it. Like ugly something. I got it. Ugly, uh, ugly Anna, ugly Anna. Ugly Anna. <laughs> the New York Post did a thing about this girl. Instagram model claims she already got invited to the NBA bubble. <laughs> the New York Post. That's hilarious. Either she did get invited, or she's smart enough to get some attention. One or the other, for sure. Both. I sent you guys that picture of uh, that footage of Skinny Mellow. Out there playing. Everybody's talking about how much weight he lost. Does he look like Robert Robert Ory or what? Robert Ory. Yeah, he looks good. Right? Yeah. I haven't seen uh, Mello look that trim in a while. I was thinking, is he Brandon Ingram or Ben Simmons? Ah, uh, I saw Robert Ory. Or wild card Kyle Kuzma. I see a little bit of uh, kind of looking like Brandon Ingram. He's a little... Ingram is tiny, but... Yeah, why did he lose that weight? Probably so he can play Move longer. faster, I guess? Yeah. 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 I think play longer it, like Mark, Marcus Hall style. Yeah, he just took yeah, weight off. Yeah, he is skinny. I don't see Mello as like a big weight room guy. Maybe Portland wants him to play more three. They don't need him to play at the four. Maybe he, it's because he hates mm-hmm. playing power forward. <laughs> Maybe he's more. he wants to play more wing, so he toned down be faster take the weight off of his knees and ankles his joints the first thing i thought was damn he looks like brandon ingram he's just slim yeah anyway what else in the nba we saw all the players were arriving last week to orlando everybody looked like they were wearing masks Embiid had the full hazmat suit on so far it looks like guys are being pretty safe i've seen a couple photos on social media of guys not really wearing their mask correctly. It's a little unnerving. Like, put it over your nose, dude. You know? Yeah. Uh, but for the most part, it looks like people are social distancing and being cautious, being careful. Hopefully that sticks. It doesn't just fade away. So, you know, over time, people can get slack with things like that. Hopefully there's somebody there that's staying on them. You know? Like a league official or something. Somebody going around. Saying, hey, hey, what are you doing? You know, hopefully. Right. Yeah, and those, those should be, you know, team captains. Should be keeping guys in line, keeping guys in check. 
I, I saw that it said that a family and friends can come into the bubble in the second round of the playoffs. So right now, like that Instagram model can't do shit. <laughs> or if we wanted to go, we couldn't go yet. Okay. Teams are just, when they're getting knocked out, they just leave. I would assume. No, they're out. They're out of there. Yeah. They're going to Disney World. <laughs> Dude, Disney World ain't going to Disney World. That's open, man. It is. It is. Yeah. Yes. Disneyland is closed. Disney World is open. <laughs> and Disney World's in Florida, where they have all the cases, right? Land of the free, motherfuckers. We can go to Disney World. Hell <laughs> uh, yeah! I'm in. I'm so in. Yeah, there was a lot of after Disney. You can fly straight to Vegas. No one's gonna stop you. Nope. <laughs> they actually encourage that. Yeah, you just have to wear a mask on the plane. You can take it off once you're off the plane, unless you're eating or drinking. So I guess if you just drank beer the whole time on the flight, you'd probably get away with it. Yeah, never stopped. We saw a lot of pictures on Instagram and Twitter. A lot of pictures of players' food. A lot of players are complaining. Maybe it's like the cool thing to do is to poke fun at the accommodations. These guys, they'll get used to that, too. I thought it was interesting. I was watching Kendrick Parkins speak on the matter, and uh, I guess Rajon Rondo was complaining about the room looking like a Motel 6. Kendrick Parkins was like, dude, you've never seen a Motel 6, obviously. That is a much <laughs> nicer room. And some guys are handling it differently than others. Like Patrick Beverly, he said, bubble is what you make it. And he was like, I'm content. I've got all my white tees. I've got my gaming system. Like, I'm good. I'm good to go. I can live like this. And that's a guy that's played overseas. He's been in this kind of situation where right. accommodations aren't the four seasons. I thought it was interesting. Some players are just whining. Some people, some players take what they're given and make the best of it. Did um, you see what John Morant said? John Morant came out and he was like, dude, I'm fine. He's like, I'm never, I'm not a silver spoon kind of a dude, man. He's like, so uh, the food's good. The house, the housing's good. Like I'm cool, man. I'm free to play ball. I think that's what like, you would that's expect. That's the mentality you have to have. Mm -hmm. I think we, uh, knowing what John Morant is about here in Memphis, we would expect that sort of response. Rajon Rondo yeah. is apparently a diva. Dog, like, he's been getting paid. He's been getting paid since Kentucky. <laughs> JR, yeah. Right. J.R. Smith had a bunch of videos that were pretty funny and that kind of kicked off the like making fun of it. Troy Daniels posted some early pictures of food. He was complaining. I don't know if guys are doing that because they think it's funny or what the reasoning behind it is, but yeah, it's pretty lame to shit on this company. I mean, Disney's I'm not, I'm not the biggest fan of Disney by any means, but I think it's kind of shitty to talk trash. There's a lot of people working real hard and they're risking their health as well to be there yep. to work for these players and to keep and to criticize going. it is especially yeah. criticize the service staff down there is yeah it's pretty short-sighted it's kind of a yeah it's kind of a below the belt hit i don't think it's necessary i think most of it is these guys just think it's cool or funny to put something on social media but you won't see guys like you won't see the the guys that are there for business you won't see them doing much of that i don't think you know, I mean, it yeah. is what it is. Like you're yeah. getting, you know, Cisco catered meals. Yeah. It's not a five-star hotel. Right. It's a big operation down there. Don't lose sight of why you're there. Handle business. 
the big story this week was Adrian Wojnarowski was suspended by ESPN, which is kind of a complicated story. Bo, uh, you looked into it this week. What did you learn about that? Well, it's ESPN being ESPN. They want to look good, make people happy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought it was pretty funny of Woj to send out that fuck you email. Um, I'm waiting for Woj's you know, new piece in the Players' Tribune to come up entitled Fuck You. I don't think he'll do that since he's already no. apologized for the whole situation. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> so for people that don't know, can you summarize briefly what happened? So this Missouri senator sent out an email to Adam Silver and CC'd like Woj and a bunch of other reporters. And then Woj just responded to the guy with an, with an email that just said, fuck you. The email was basically saying like, why don't you have Blue Lives Matter on the back of the jerseys, a free Hong Kong. Why are you just, you know, there's other other issues out there that people care about. And then Woj just you know, told him to go fuck himself. Um, yeah, right here it says, uh, Senator Hawley blasted NBA for, for noting, canaling to Beijing and refusing to support U.S. military and law enforcement. Right. So I guess he had a problem with the league's decision to limit the messages the players can wear on their uniforms. Yeah, and he's basically like put point pushing the issue like, hey, he this guy probably doesn't care about the Hong Kong thing in China. Mm-hmm. He's just using that as an example mm-hmm. to, you know, to present, you know, a contradictory argument like, hey, you know, you can't be doing all this and also not be standing up for Hong Kong. Oh yeah, and um also the blue lives matter and the right military stuff. So, uh, he sen- threw that in there just to be just to further divide our country. Yeah. Censoring uh, support for law enforcement was what the Senator Josh Hawley, the whole thing about the blue lives matter. If you have to say blue lives matter or all lives matter, then you're obviously not getting the message. Right. Um, what black lives matter means. Exactly. Uh, but the fact that I think it's, actually pretty funny that he did put in the hong kong thing in there since it's been such such an issue or the china thing holly wrote in the letter that free expression appears to stop at the edge of your corporate sponsors sensibilities i don't know he's kind of being a dick he's being a (laughs) he's saying like what makes him think any nba player would want to wear that on their jersey that blue lives matter or anything like that Oh, there's no, there's zero chance they would. What the fuck is he even thinking? This guy is a yeah, fucking I, idiot. What? But is he is he is he saying that like, besides the whole injustice and anything else, like you should be able to put something in there, like on there? He was trying to get an agenda across. Right, have- right. For so for so for example, there could be like, I love my mom, and you put that message on there. Like, would the NBA allow you, you to have that on there? No, everything's pre-approved. Or is, it, or is it only? That's what I'm saying. So they they pick and choose what they want you to have on there. So it seems like the NBA has its own agenda. Yeah, but you can put put you can just put your name on your jersey. That's what LeBron said he's going to do. It's like I, he understands well, and respects. What Anthony, but what Anthony Davis said the same thing. Right. He's he's putting he's putting Davis on there. Well, that, that's so. I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to understand it. So like the NBA is going to let you know you can only put certain stuff on there. You can't say like tomorrow's my birthday or you can't say no RIP mom or fuck cancer or something like that. You can only put stuff. If it's a, if it's a 
not a certain topic. Is that what's going on? Basically, yeah, all the messages are pre-approved. Right, but so it seems like they have their own agenda. They're only pushing one type of message, right? Yeah, I mean, though, but they're only allowing people to put messages on their jerseys because that's what the players asked for. The players asked for a way to demonstrate within the game for the Black Lives Matter movement. They didn't ask. Oh, okay, okay. They okay. didn't ask to put fucking find a cure for cancer or anything like that on their jerseys. They asked for ways to demonstrate oh, okay. the Black Lives Matter movement. This isn't about all those other things. This isn't uh, about just like he, you know, putting he got game on your jersey or something. It's not about. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. It's not about <clears throat> your okay. freedom to put whatever you want on your jersey. It's so this Republican senator sticks his nose in somebody else's business where it doesn't really belong, likely, it seems. And so Wojnowski had a response for him. He, he wrote him back in the email. He said, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. You don't have a say in this. Stay out of it, essentially, it seems. Wojnowski was suspended, right, for two yeah. weeks? Yeah, I, mean, I th- saw one to two weeks. I'm not sure exactly. I mean, it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't matter. But if for people that don't know, Wojnowski is ESPN's most prominent reporter. He breaks NBA news on Twitter, breaking news before he even worked for ESPN. That's where you get the term Woj bombs from. I mean, on draft night, he was tweeting before he even worked for ESPN. He would tweet out what teams were playing, what players before it even was announced on television. This guy's been well connected right. in the NBA for a long time. And I kind of think, I think it's kind of shitty for ESPN. They wanted to send a message. I'm not the biggest fan of ESPN. It's a, huge corporate business they have to somebody must have got mad somebody very rich got very mad about Wojnowski sending that email that's what i think they said even mr espn ceo or whatever you are whoever they talk to they said you better do something about this Wojnowski character it's unacceptable for him to say fuck you in that email to that senator it seems something of that manner went down or ESPN, they forced ESPN's hand to send that suspension down. It's, that's just my, like, I didn't really, I'm not an investigative reporter or anything. That's just what I got out of it. That's what the feeling that I was given from the situation. Right. I think Wojnowski should just fucking quit. <laughs> that's how I feel about it. <laughs> what Docs would pick him up in a heartbeat. I'm saying there's other platforms he could go to or he could start his own thing. I mean, this is kind of what happened with Bill Simmons and ESPN. They didn't like what he, uh, Roger Goodell didn't like what Simmons was saying about the NFL. Somebody forced a hand at ESPN. Bill Simmons was suspended, and then he was fired because he, he refused to censor himself. Um, I'd love to see Wojnowski not censor himself, but he has since apologized, so it appears he will be censoring himself. Yeah, because there's no such thing as free speech anymore. Not, there's not. It's only right speech. And it's when, only right speech, not free when do people try to take freedom, free speech away when they have all the money and they have all the hand, all the cards? I mean, I'd, I'd say all the cards for sure. Yeah, it's a power thing, it seems. Maybe I've I mean, been watching too much Succession on HBO. <laughs> <laughs> Started re-watching that for about the second or third time over the week. That's such a good show. But yeah, I mean, Bo, what are your thoughts? I think he's trying to be... He's- trying to stir the pot a little bit and also i think he's trying to get some credit you know more he's he's there's a reason why he's the most connected reporter in the nba he's 
the players and the executives that people in the league like him. Mm-hmm. Um, Agents. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that his, yeah, I think he's speaking for the better part of the league saying, saying what he said. So I think he's just speaking up and he also has made, clearly he's made a ton of money and has a lot of leverage. So he probably doesn't particularly care Yeah. if yeah. he gets Simmons out yeah. of Bill Simmons, the, out of ESPN. I mean, there's another platform for him that would pick him up. And he probably, you know, before he even went to ESPN, he he didn't like ESPN and he had issues with them. Mm-hmm. So maybe he's trying to force his way out a little bit. I, I doubt that, but you know. yeah. yeah. It's interesting what you say as far as the players do back him because you saw a lot of big name players back him in social media almost immediately. It was the free Woj hashtag went out. You saw a lot of support for him. I think they appreciated what he did. Because, I mean, that's kind of a bold move he took there, going against the man, per se. I, I respect Wojnowski a lot for that. And I really Lou, wish, Lou, I really Lou, wish Lou he didn't Williams. apologize. What? It's, it says Lou Williams, Patrick Beverly, Anthony Tolliver, Jamal Murray, Spencer Dimwitty, uh, Miles Turner. They all basically had his back immediately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of guys did. Good, good for I mean, I, you know, I, I mean, he's a grown ass man, dude. I mean, I don't think he should have responded. Fuck you. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I don't think he should have said that. That, that, that. That's a childish ass. That's just childish. Yeah. And he knows better than that. You know what I'm saying? He he he, he could have he could have just put out facts. He you could've. put out facts to respond. Yeah. Or, or, or he could have done anything else besides that. But when you start putting stuff like "fuck you," of course they're going to be like, "Dude, why would you do that? We pay you a lot of money. You get paid to write for a living, and you only write two words, and it's that." No, that's no, 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 dude. We're not going to do that. That's a good point. He could have articulated himself better. It's what he does for a living. That's like you know, that's like me, me, me not me not talking on an on. You know what I'm saying, Laddie? What do you think about the Grizzlies? They're good. Uh-huh. Is that it? <laughs> you know, like I mean, you get paid to do something, so. He, it's either it's either don't respond to it and that and that shows that you don't care or uh-huh. give a give a give a good response you half ass it yeah. it just it just makes it remember and I, I think i think what espn2 espn also is saying that hey man look dude you know you you represent us to a point you mm-hmm. know you represent them and you, you, this is the way you're going to behave come on man we can't we can't let you do that we we don't want this senator to think that we're going to let our employees run and rampant. I mean, they did enough with, with a lot of other people there, you know, mm-hmm. Yeah. and the backlash they got from all that kind of stuff, dude. Yeah. That's a good point. I think it was probably impulsive. He probably read the email and wrote it immediately. <laughs> well, I think he was like, he, it was probably one. He was like, Woj was like, this is not what the league's about. This guy can go fu- fuck himself. And also like, fuck you. Like, don't waste my time with this stupid ass fucking email. Like he's just telling, like, stay out of this. Fuck you. Like you have no business in this matter. You don't even have a team in Missouri. Right. That's true. Yeah. 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 He's just kind of like, fuck fuck off. I don't have time for this. Like I'm way too busy to be getting your stupid ass emails in my inbox. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That Holly guy put it all on Twitter too. Don't criticize. Hashtag China. Well, what's funny if you go look at LeBron James' tweet of free Woj, like the all the comments are about what about free Hong Kong. (laughs) <laughs> it's pretty funny yeah and i you know I, I do think the china nba thing is i mean they need the money uh-huh. i'm not I, I mean you know I, but i do think the nba is 
drawing a line in the sand with with the whole China thing, which yeah, is it's, unfortunate. It's kind of strange. Yeah, no, it it's is. unfortunate. It's pretty despicable. Yeah, yeah, it is. Fucked I wonder up. how mad Calipari is. What you I said? I wonder how mad Calipari is. Calipari, why? Yeah, did he have to do a whole bunch of stuff about trying the NBA and China and all that? Did he a couple years back? What did he do? I don't remember. I don't remember that. Robert right, Mo- right. Robert no, Murray I, I, from I, I, the Rockets I, got in trouble. I don't remember Calipari sticking. I, let me let, getting into it. Let, let me let me see something real quick. I, no, I'm talking about years ago. They said that, like Calipari was going to be the ambassador. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. John that. Calipari, China. Let me know. But in the meantime, yeah, I think Wojnowski he realized that he had fucked up in his apology he wrote i was disrespectful and i made a regrettable regrettable mistake sorry for the way i handled myself i'm reaching out immediately to senator holly to apologize directly he wrote i also need to apologize to my espn colleagues because i know my actions were unacceptable and should not reflect on any of them so yeah i think he realized he made maybe his boss look bad at espn just because that senator made it all public. He screenshot the email apparently and put it on Twitter. That was super lame. Yeah. Instead of just keeping his email to himself. Yeah, he was. I mean, okay, it, it here, was almost like he was he, trying to get Wojnowski fired for speaking to him that way. Who the the, the, the senator? Yeah. Well, anyway. Um, I found I found I found this on on Calipari. This is when he was here in Memphis. He basically said that like. Uh, uh, he traveled to Beijing with university and city officials, announced the deal that he was going to run a series of coaching clinics and camps throughout China in the next five years. Um, basically, he's just saying, talking about how the relationships with America, college sports, and China is great. He said, Calipari said the efforts would plant a recruiting seed in China in a country with $1.3 billion and a love for basketball. He said, but he was unsure of the logistics of recruiting in China in terms of the NCAA eligibility Mm-hmm. That was years and years and years ago. But he basically, he's just saying that um, told Calipari how much the Chinese embraced LeBron James and other NBA stars when they all went over there together. Mm-hmm. Um, and it says um, the large percentage of James's jerseys and gears on in sale for China. Right. That's, yeah, it just says he wants to be like an ambassador is what it is. Well, that's because they want that Chinese money. They want the TV money. They want the fan money. They want the yeah. merchandising money. But the problem is, is China is oppressing Hong Kong. Yeah, the Chinese government's terrible. Yeah, they're doing terrible things, not letting Hong Kong be a free country. Yeah. yeah. And so if you speak out in, in defense of Hong Kong, you piss off China. China is a communist dictatorship. You piss off China, all of a sudden yeah. they stop selling your merchandise. They stop televising your games in China. All of a sudden, you lose $2 billion. That's the problem with China. And the NBA is right in the middle of it because they need China. But here they are trying to be socially aware and active. But if you speak up for Hong Kong and you're in the NBA or you work for the NBA, that's a conflict of interest. Yeah. So, yeah, the NBA is in a tough spot. Yeah, they're in a tough spot with that shit. I don't know. I mean, the NBA can survive without China. I don't know what the hell they – it's just – Never enough, apparently. Never enough money. So we got 17 days till basketball, potentially. That's exciting. Are you guys looking forward to, on opening night, the Lakers play the Clippers? 
Yep. Had you got? Have you guys looked at the I'm, schedule at all? I've yeah. kind of looked at it, but not. I, I won't really pay attention to it till it's right up against it. Till we're right up against it. Sure, sure, that makes sense. I'm super excited about this because a because I get out of work early as shit every day, and two o'clock is perfect for me. I can start drinking. I can be in bed by six o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe well, seven. I can actually watch two games. We're gonna be. The season starts on the 30th. We're going to be doing our first podcast on the 3rd of August. So that's four days of games. So I guess maybe next week we should start looking at that schedule. Just look at those four four days worth of games. And maybe we can uh, do like a pick game. That'd be cool. Okay. And then uh, we'll kind of get back into our old routine a little bit maybe. If that sounds good to you guys. Yeah, sounds awesome. Yeah, and we have another week, so don't worry about this week, but next week we'll be looking at the first four days' worth of games. We'll get into it a little bit, which games we are interested in the most. So that's something to look forward to. Anybody catch any good uh, TV or movies this week? I I, I got to run, actually, man. I got to run. Go. It's 310. I have to run. Yeah, All I got to right. run. Laddie's got somewhere to be. I, I, but thanks for coming on, buddy. Cool. All right, man. I'll talk. Yeah, of course. Dude. I'll talk to you guys soon. All right, All right. See you. Um, I watched that Palm Springs movie. Do you have Hulu? We do, yeah. What is Palm Springs? I think you and the wife may enjoy that. It's a new Andy Samberg movie. Ah. It's the one where he kind of gets stuck in the same day. It's a little Groundhog's Day. Mm, it looks pretty good. Yeah, it's it's really funny. You go to the theater to watch it? Just kidding. I think it's kind of a rom-com, so the wife, Kate, there might enjoy it. And it's got something for... It's pretty goofy, so I, I thought it was really funny. I watched this other documentary called Jump Shot from 2019, and it, mm-hmm. it's about the origin of the jump shot in the in basketball. That was really good. I don't know where you can find that. I just found it on the internet, but that was a really good one. It was super interesting, kind of talking about how back in the 40s, guys were playing below the rim. And this guy, I forget what his name was. I feel bad that I didn't write anything down. But uh, all of a sudden, he starts elevating and taking these mid-range shots. And uh, nobody really was playing like that. He started doing that in college. He was on the Wisconsin team that went to New York and won the championship. They shouldn't have won at all. And then it basically is about the guy that they claim started the jump shot. That's cool. Yeah, it was super good. He ended up having to go to war, and then he came back and was allowed to play college some more. And then uh, I think he played in the may have played in the NBA. I don't remember. But it was a really good movie. It's called Jump Shot. And uh, that's about all I did this week. It's been a crazy week. Did you see anything good on TV this or movies this week? Um, nothing movies. Um, we've been watching that HBO. It's on HBO. The series Treme. Oh, yeah. And it's the same guy that did The Wire, mm-hmm. David Simon. It's good. Yeah, that's a great show. Um, We've been enjoying that. Yeah, yeah. It's it's about life after Katrina, right? Yeah, New Orleans, yeah. yeah New Orleans. That's a great show. If anybody hasn't seen that. I remember that one. I don't think I finished it, though. There's four seasons. Okay. So we're on the second season. That's a fun one, though. It's got all the New Orleans music and stuff. John Goodman's on that. <laughs> yeah, he is. 
That was like the return of John Goodman. Well, he's like super big, and it's like right before he lost all that weight. That show, what year did that come out? I don't remember. It was a long time ago. 2010, because I was living in Hattiesburg, Mississippi, and I had a buddy who lived in New Orleans, and I'd go see him pretty often, and they were, you know, I think Sunday nights the show came on. I remember them talking about it. I was like, I don't have fucking HBO. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, four seasons, 36 episodes. Yeah, that, that was a fun show for sure. It shows all the... Just the New Orleans vibe. They really captured it well. I did start watching this one documentary, but I haven't finished it yet. It's called One Man and His Shoes. I'll come back maybe with something next week on that. But it's about Jordan and uh, the shoe market in basketball. It's got a lot of Sonny Vaccaro in it. That's cool. Yeah. So I'm going to finish watching that this week. Hopefully, if I have time, this week could be crazy. But... For now, I think we should get out of here. All right. I want to thank anybody for tuning in and listening. We appreciate it. Feel free to give us a call on our House of Hoops hotline. It's 901-300-6575. Bo, thanks for joining. I appreciate you, buddy. Yeah. Thanks to Laddie. Mm-hmm. Anytime, man. Until next week, everybody be safe. Wash your hands. Wear your masks.
Who's around?